good Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkie Sunday Rise. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. For once, we are not on the road. Uh, man, it feels good to be sitting down in one spot, live here, uh, just, uh, just, 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 just here, <laughs> you know, as opposed to being on the road as usual. So, I uh, got a few things to get into, you know, some heavy things. Um, but, uh, we're going to take care of it anyway. You know, our tagline is real, raw, and uncut. So even the hard things we're going to take and tackle those. So I'll be joined shortly by <clears throat> Lady C, uh, I believe the man of the hour, Delonte, uh, the boss BJ may pop in the midnight rider. We may have ourselves almost a full house today. So, um, but while we wait for them, let's just go ahead and preface this and say, you know, what needs to be said. So, sorry, I'm responding to uh, messages here. All right. First topic, the Bills release uh, their punter, Matariza, all right? And this kid, <laughs> rookie, pretty much just made the team because they 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 let their opponent go. And twenty two years old. Uh, what was he? Was he drafted? Yep, six round pick. Six round mm-hmm. pick season. Ah, the man of the hour, Tower of Power, too sweet to ever be sour. Delante, good to hear from you, brother. How you doing this morning? Morning, morning, brother. What's popping? Ain't nothing much, man. Just uh, glad to be back in the studio. We on the road so much. Everybody's so busy. Uh, feels yeah, good man. to be in the studio. So I'll say that, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. Uh. Oh my bad. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the the partner situation. Um. First off, it's it's one of them them classic cases where what happens in the dark comes to light, but. Like, um, my question is, was there any proof that was presented, you know, From, to, to in regards to him actually, uh, one, not only committing a crime, but being on the scene? From what I've read, this is only a civil suit. This is just an allegation, an accusation. This is not a criminal suit. Um, everything that I've read said the young lady, 17 at the time. She met up with him, had sex with him. Then he took her to a party on San Diego State's uh, campus. She, 17 at the time, two other men, I guess they were students of the college. I haven't seen their names released or them named at all. Uh, Now, reading this from Fox News, of all places, I don't know why I'm reading Fox News, but I got different windows up um the lawsuit claims Ariza had sex with the girl who was in high school at the time outside a home at a halloween party according to the los angeles times she was then brought into a bedroom where she was repeatedly raped while going in and out of consciousness so what 
I gleaned from everything that I read. Okay, she was raped. He had sex with her. Then they took her into a room and repeatedly raped her. And she said she was going in and out of consciousness. And what she could see, she could remember uh, the faces of her three attackers. And his face was one of them. And the other two men, she was going in and out. She could remember their faces. I... I don't want to seem like a pig, a chauvinist. I got a problem with the way that story is going. But before I get into my problems, we got the one, the only Swamp Queen, Lady C, joining. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Morning, morning. Can you hear me well? Yes, yes. Loud and clear. Okay. And we also have the Midnight Rider, the one, the only, from the top rope, the Midnight Rider. That is Big Ben. What's going on, brother? How you feeling this morning? Ben, Fat Lever. Morning. Good morning, Ben. Uh-oh. We got that volume issue again. It's really, really low. Like I yeah. wish I could just I could control the volume and get you up a little higher. Okay. We always got the text window for you. Now, the thing I the problem I have with this young lady's uh story. Not that I'm saying, oh, well, you can't believe her. She's lying. You're, you are going in and out of consciousness. And I, I'm going to start from, no, let me start from the beginning. You're 17 years old. Apparently, you're still in high school. What are you doing on the San Diego State University's campus? What are you doing at a college party at 17? Go back even further. Where were her parents? Why was she allowed out to go to a Halloween party with college students? My 17-year-old's my not going to a, a college party at 17 years old. I know what goes on at college parties. I know there's drinking, maybe a little drug use. I know it's going to be a lot of sex. I'm not putting my 17-year-old son or daughter in that in that in that situation. Okay. So that that that's the first two questions. Okay, you're going in and out of consciousness. How can you go in and out of consciousness and recognize faces? But here we are a year later and you're just filing a civil suit immediately after it happened. Mm -hmm. That's it. You should have went had a rape kit done. Even if you didn't press charges, you still should have had the rape kit done. That way they got DNA. Then all this right here, this is sitting on concrete with rebar and post tension. It's stronger than a month. But that's just me. So, Delante, you go ahead and Lady C, you finish it up. Tell me your thoughts on this case, please. It for me, it's simple. It's the it's 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 about the timing. Uh it's about the timing. Like, she probably was like, wait, Matt got drafted? Oh, okay. Oh, drafted a Buffalo? Huh. And then, you know, and, and we live in a day and age where everything 
is a money grab, you know what I'm saying? Like, or it was a scam or a scheme, you know, we, we scheming, we scamming, you know, we, we want more money, you know, by any means necessary. The, you know, the, you know, civil suit, you know, she, you know, want her pockets to be, you know what I'm saying, filled up with that, that quiet money, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, when I refer to quiet money, I'm talking about dollars. Um, yeah, it's it's the timing for me. Like, if it happened, like, you, your parents would have took you to the precinct, like, the next day, immediately, to be like, you know, something unfortunate happened. Um, you know, my wife was with the punter, not the quarterback, and this, that, and the third happened, and, you know what I'm saying, like, I, you know, we, we need to get a rape kit done. And then not only that, you know, we need to press charges on these young men who did this heinous crime or his heinous thing to my daughter. But instead, you know, he gets drafted, you know what I'm saying? Um, late pick, but nonetheless, he was drafted. And then now all of a sudden, you know, she think, you know, he's about to come into a lot of money, you know, you know, six figures, you know, you, I mean, you're a pro athlete, so. You, you know, you will be six, you know, six figures, you know, top percentile um, in regards to, you know, uh, earners, like amongst like all of us. So you figure you get a, a chip or a whole bag of chips from this dude, you know what I'm saying? And, and you just, you know, just, just ruin this thing. So now he's released. Um, I doubt if he was only a rookie, so I highly doubt if he gets picked up. Um, unless, you know what I'm saying, he, he, his punter skills are like super on point. So I don't, you just, it's, it's, it's the timing for me, man. It's the timing for me. Well, they do call the kid the punt God. Hmm. So, I mean, he did, he's the same one that punted that knocked the 82 yard punt a week or two ago. Oh crap. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the kid. Gotcha. And you, <laughs> you, you want to know something crazy? Mm-hmm. He punted. He hit the eighty-two yard punt. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who his name was before that. Wow. And then a week later, after that, now he has sexual. He has rape allegations against him. And the Midnight Rider is in uh, the text window. He said, "There's a bigger issue of the NFL knowing about this and re- and releasing this kid." So, yeah, that's yeah. that's a really big issue too. Uh, Lady C. Yes, sir. I'm here. All right. You can't sit there and look pretty now. Come on now. <laughs> Jump in this <laughs> fracking <stone. laughs> First of all, yes, I can. Um, so like from you know, from, from a victim standpoint, and like I, I have to speak on, on, on both sides, like you know, from, from a victim's point of view. You know, it, it's horrible what happened. It's horrible what happened. If, in fact, that did happen. I'm not saying it did, it didn't, because I wasn't there. Um, but you, you really have to be careful with things like this, because stuff like this, you know, it's a, it's a real fine line and big-ass gray area at the same time with people that are actually being victims and going through this and actually suffering that trauma and, you know, somebody saying that they did. 
because then you have to go find evidence. They have to present the evidence. Now, 17, going to college parties. Yeah, I did it. I did it. I didn't look like a 17-year-old. But hell, what 17-year-old looks like a 17-year-old these days? What 15-year-old looks like a 15-year-old? You know, but yeah, I did it. I was in college. I was at the party. During getting drunk. But at the same time, is is and I you know I have to agree with uh, Delonte that it's the timing. Like all of a sudden, oh you know, all of a sudden this kid has a name, and oh shit, guess what? Oh, I remember him. And maybe sometimes it happens like that. Like it, you, it triggers something, triggers, and it's a memory, and everything comes back to you. But we can, you know, I can sit and talk circles around this all day, bouncing back and forth from both sides, but I've been on both sides. Unfortunately, I've been on both sides. Um, but at the same time, it, it hurts. It hurts everyone that's involved because there's so many questions as to, and everything starts with why. Why didn't you tell anyone? Why were you there? You know, why did your parents let you go? And, you know, she could have been one of those little wild child. Who knows? And she could have been with friends. She could have been in college. I was in college at 17. So, I mean, that's just what happened. And unfortunately, it happened to her, but she should have said something then. Like then there's, you know, the whole statute of limitations and everything. And, you know, like Delante says, her parents could have been like, you know, hey, this kid got a future. Let's uh, let's hold off on this. Let's see where this goes. And then we'll say something. Because there's a statute of limitations. So if she's in that, she could say something. And it's going to be noted, like she's ruined this child, this kid's life now. She's ruined it. For him. So what kind of money is she going to get from this? What is, what is there to gain besides money? Is she going to get any money because it's allegations? So it's, it's, it's pitiful all around. It hurts the, if she isn't an actual victim, it hurts the actual victim for, you know, with, with coming forward and saying something. It, it deters them from actually coming forward and saying something. If she is a victim, sorry. If she isn't a victim, I feel for the kids. Because now, you know, they take this to court and everything. The, you know, they have to rip her apart. And being a victim and being ripped apart, that shit hurts. I've walked that path. That shit hurts. And, you know, one side is making her look angelic. The other side is making her look like a devil. One side is making him look angelic. The other side is making him look like a monster. So it, it, it's pitiful all the way around. It hurts all the way around. Well, let me say this. We've seen both sides of that coin. And 
We've seen players that have committed these crimes and they come out. One is famous player, Darren Sharper. He's in prison now, serving time for this. Then on the other hand, you have someone like Brian Banks, who was a top junior at the time, had uh, committed the USC verbally. Then he was accused of rape and spent close to six years in, 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 um, in prison, then still had to serve five on parole. And then the, she confessed that she fabricated the whole entire story story after all that time. But here's the thing. She didn't get any jail time. So her and her mom had to pay back some money that they got from the state. I mean, you can live with that. You can live with paying back a bill. But she got no jail time. So here's the other side of that coin. If this young lady is falsely accusing this gentleman of these things, these gentlemen, what's going to be her consequences when, you know, if and when it is false? Now, if no, every article I read, they just say teammates. They just say teammates. And I, I, I think somebody mentioned the, uh, mentioned the um the 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 other one of the other players and i think one player is no longer with the team the other player is somebody else and they just they never mention him by name he's the only name mentioned and i'm sure he's probably gonna be the head you know when you got more than one person who's ever the most high profile is gonna take the head in the case and go and What's crazy is the Bills knew about this story before they drafted this guy. They knew about it and drafted him anyway. Now it's more along the lines of, yeah, we knew about it, but we didn't know everything. So Brandon Bean, the GM of the Bills, says, oh, this is bigger than football. Well, if you knew he had these allegations, you have enough money to – do private investigators and everything and find out what's what. And on the other hand, if you didn't file a civil suit until this kid got drafted and, and, and he was already named the starting punter. So he had already signed his contract. He had made the team already. So once that happened, you didn't make any civil suit allegations or, or civil suit filing until then yeah i'm looking at you with the side eye honestly yeah because you gotta wait you gotta at least wait for the, the ink draw on the contract it, it's crazy now i was telling the boss bj about this uh early in the week it's 2022 and two women have come forward and accused george foreman of sexually assaulting and raping them so he's got allegations of, of against him but what they did, they didn't name him in the suit. They didn't name him by name. They said he's a former heavyweight champion who beat Joe Frazier for the heavyweight championship and then lost it to uh 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 no, he, he lost it to Muhammad Ali. So everybody, you know, knows who if you know your boxing, you know who who that is in the timeline. And here it is, we're talking 50 years later. 50 years later, and you telling me that 
George Foreman did what to you when this this whole thing of these allegations coming up after a certain time especially we talking 40 50 60 years all these allegations coming up and all of a sudden we get a civil case then we get a a, a, a criminal trial so you can sue me, get money, and then you still can put me in handcuffs, lock me up until I'm proven innocent. We're no longer living in the days of innocent until proven guilty. Once somebody accused you of something, you're guilty until you die. And then after that, you're guilty. Even if you've been proven innocent in the court of law, even if it shows they lied, you still got to walk around with that stain. Bill Cosby's going to do it. Kobe Bryant's legacy is going to have to do it. Now, uh, 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 George Foreman's going to have to do it. Now he's been accused. Mike Tyson's legacy. Anything happens to Mike Tyson, the first thing they're going to bring up, they're not going to bring up the baddest man on the planet. They're not going to bring up the youngest heavyweight champion ever. They're not going to bring up uh, 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 the the one of the most technical boxers, one of the best boxing historians that we have live, living right now. They're going to bring up his rape case. They're going to bring up him biting Evander Holyfield, his unpredictableness. That's the, they're going to bring up everything negative. Once they get one negative thing on you, they're going to bring that up constantly. It, uh, the ball's BJ, Pete Rose. They've never proven that he's cheated on baseball, but he still has to wear that stain because of an allegation. But then he said he did cheat on baseball, but they've never proven that he, 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 he cheated betting against his team i'm sorry he bet on baseball and he, he never bet against his team he bet to win every night i mean damn when you play a game don't you bet on yourself to win i never saw an issue with it i was like okay you know give him a, give him a little suspension a little fine that's it but a lifetime ban but now here's where i'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw it for a loop and then we're gonna get off of because i know it's gonna go too far you got one carolyn bryant who admitted that she lied in what she told her husband before they killed Emmett Till. She admitted that she lied, that he did anything to her. They went and found the warrant that was issued for her arrest that was never executed. And they came back and said that we don't have any evidence to lock this woman up. I don't give a damn. She 150 years old. You still living, you should stand the consequences. That lady shouldn't shouldn't have a day of peace, just like any other person that is accused of something and lied doesn't have a, a, a day of peace. Ah. Whoa. And uh, the boss BJ said they accused Rose of having sex with a minor 55 years ago. Really? I never knew that. What's going on? I Good morning, Jackies. Can y'all you fading in now? But it's the me? boss, BJ, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey. All right, I, I'm I'm traveling. That's why I'm kind of been on mute. Yeah. So the the Reds got together a couple weeks ago to celebrate the, the championship team, I believe. And the, probably the, the interviews probably on YouTube. But to me, the the woman that was going to ask him a question. Um, like, 
I think she was there to attack Pete Rose. That's how that's how it came on. Like that's that's the question. That's what she's geared towards ask, asking him. And it's a you know she. You read her Twitter. I wish I saved and sent it to you, KG. But she she says like her question wasn't geared toward that. But Pete knew what she was talking about because she was really really hostile with Pete in that interview. So. But yeah, he fifty-five years ago for him. Like I said, I, like why is that question even being asked? If it's if it's been taken care of law-wise, criminally, whatever, if they proved him innocent or whatever, why are we asking that question for the Reds World Series uh championship celebration? Like, you know, getting all the why is that even a question? And that and that's what it is that, you know, before I have to get back off real quick. You know, the Buffalo punter, I think that, the, you know, what we keep saying, you know, is that the allegations is ruining men's lives. Like, if Buffalo had a, a, some type of knowledge about what was going on, then okay, fine. You know, um, we all know these NFL teams do, do research. You know, here locally, the commanders knew about Darius Geist's situation you know, before all that fell apart and broke through. So these teams know, but it's just like now it sets a dangerous tone that allegations can be put on you and your career can be ruined without being proven innocent or, or guilty. You know, instead of releasing them, you know, I can see them putting them on ice, you know, physically unable to perform or something like that until facts come out and you figure out if he's, guilty or innocent. If he's guilty, then yeah, he deserves everything he's getting. But it's just like everybody said, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to beat a, a dead horse, but the timing is very, very suspect. And I think if you look back at uh, the last couple of situations, the Deshaun Watson situation, the timing of it just, just makes you question everything. And, and, I, and, I, and it's the same thing here. It's like, the NFL is one sport where unless you're like a top 10 player in the league, nobody knows your face because it's 53 people on the field, uh, you know, 22 people on the field at a time. Everybody has helmets. on. It's the one, it's the one thing where you don't get to really know a player's face, especially not a damn punter. We're talking about the NFL and the pro football hall of fame, not even recognizing special team players, they know. So it's just like, you know, that that too is like, how do you remember this guy here? How do you remember this guy right here? And why, like Kevin was saying earlier, why is he the only one named if it was other teammates? Why, why are they being named too? It's just a whole big-ass question mark. You know, I hope the comes out whether he's innocent or guilty. I'm not advocating for him being innocent. I don't care that he could punt a ball 80 yards because I know how I would feel as a father if my 17-year-old says he got game raped. So I, I don't care about punting or football. I, I would like to know the truth, and I would like people to have a chance before the truth is found. It's just like as soon as the allegation hit, you're guilty. You're going to jail, and you're going to lose everything. And even if you are found innocent, you still lost everything. Too bad.
Again, and, and it, it sucks because like you have you know for like and there and like there's no accountability for these women that are doing this. You know, there there's no proof, there's no accountability. You know, and and it sucks like because do we go after these women who years later come out and say that they didn't lie? Do we go after these women for making these allegations and we find that there are no facts? You know, you can't just say somebody did it and then that 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 be it. We need proof. We need facts. Give, show me receipts. Like, why didn't you go and have that rape kit done if that's if that's what happened? But now you done got caught up. So all of a sudden, oh, I got raped. I mean, it's it's stupid. So, you know, and and it sucks for the actual victims if we go after the false victims, those that, that cry wolf, we go after them, then it actually hurts the actual victims because they're afraid to cry wolf whenever this actually did happen. They're afraid to speak up whenever it actually did happen because they are afraid of the consequences. And, but they don't know that they're going to get ripped apart in court. I've, I've been down that road. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. It, it, it is crazy. And what, what, the Midnight Rider in, in the text window says they can't put them on ice because they just came off the heels of the Watson case. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, it, it's just where this is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous thing that has been happening the last seven, eight years with, you know, allegations with no evidence and it's ruining everything. And then there's no recovery when 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 the allegations prove to be false. You know, I saw he was getting money, so I you know I just wanted to accuse him, so I can get me a little piece of the pie. There's no 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 accountability, nothing. It's just okay. Well, I'm going back to, with my normal life, and that's that. This is this is something that needs to be changed immediately. Immediately has to be changed. So. We're going to move on from this um, because I, I know we could spend a whole show on this, but we ain't got that type of time. Um, Next up, surprisingly, Patrick Beverly. Lord, have mercy. Um, Patrick Beverly was uh, traded from Utah to the Lakers <laughs> for Taylor. Uh, well, uh, what's his name? Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley uh, uh, Stanley Johnson. So this is crazy. What does that mean for Russell Westbrook? Uh, I I think the writing's on the wall. Um, cause I, I'm sure you know, saying him and, and Patrick, they probably speak it. It ain't all. It ain't gonna. It, it'll never be all the way hundred. You know what I'm saying? Because, of, be, be, because of them. But um, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I 
it the writing's on the wall for Russ, man. So I I think he'll he'll be out of there uh shortly. I believe they're working on a trade for uh him for uh for Buddy and uh and Miles Turner. So we'll see what how, you know how that materialized, but it's it's uh writing's on the wall for Russ. Um as far as the pickup, it's a good pickup because Patrick, he's going to motivate everyone around him to play with that dog-like mentality. He's going to motivate them to want to go get it. You know what I'm saying? As a team of vets, um, I, I, I I like to pick up. I've seen some people trashing it on Twitter. You know, you know that's their opinion. God bless them. But I like it. I, 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 like, the, uh, I like the trade. I can honestly say I don't understand it. I don't I because because okay, <laughs> and 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 the midnight ride in the text window. He said Patrick Beverly, the play-in champ. Y- yeah, Russell Westbrook never won a play-in game. Yeah, Patrick Beverly is a good defensive guard. Can I see him as my starting point guard? Hell no. Hell no. I I I, I don't think he has the offensive skill set to be my starting point guard. I need. Somebody that can handle the ball, can assist, can do what I need done. You mean you mean like Russell Westbrook? Nah, Russell Westbrook. He got to play. <laughs> Russell Westbrook got to play his game. <laughs> Pretty much. No, no, but, but Kevin, listen to what you just said. He has that game. The Lakers aren't using him correctly. Like I feel bad for it, Russ. Exactly. Because this is one of the. This is one of the few players in the league, in this lazy-ass league we call the NBA, that wants to play every night, that gives you 150%, full speed up and down the floor on defense and offense. Does he have his shortcomings when it comes to shooting? Yes, he does. But, you know, Darvin Ham was praising him when he, you know, when he, you know, had his clown makeup and shit on when he took this Lakers job, because that's what this is. This is a complete shit show this is you need guys like patrick beverly on your team let's just let's let me say that they don't have enough patrick beverly's on the team the guys they got a team full of vets you know last year they had carmelo anthony has no interest in playing any type of defense or doing anything but shooting you have anthony davis that you know can protect the rim can score but you just worry when he's going to be on the floor clutching something the next time and LeBron James, the ageless wonder, you can't ask him to go out and strap up on defense, you know, and guard the team's best play. They don't have these people. This team is a playing team. Still, they have more of a chance with Russ if you could get somebody in there that can slow Russ down, control Russ, and make him facilitate. And if you get what you get from the defensive end on Russ, you're you're solid at the point guard. Russ's problem is throughout his career, he has had he's had it where he's had coaches that let him do what he want and not contain his game. That's that's one of Russ's problems. Like if Russ shoot a three, we got issues. Like early in his career, that he should have been benched and he wasn't. So now you have to deal with the rush you have now which is still 90 times better than Patrick Beverly. I would like to see both of them on the same team. You need both of them. You need both of them. 
uh, you know what I'm saying? Russ can still attack the rim and give you defense. And and they've got, you know, he's energetic. He ain't the best defensive player in the world, but he'll be in your grill. And it, you know, it's more, it's more than just physical when you talk about uh, a defensive play. It's also mental too. And he's he's a guy that jaws a lot. You know, get under somebody's saying kind of like what Dennis Rodman used. Not only am I gonna play this banging ass defense and get 18 rebounds, but I'm gonna be under your skin. I'm gonna be in your head the whole game. I don't think he's quite as good as Dennis is doing that, but that's part of his game. So I would like to see like sometimes you gotta let bygones be bygones, shake on it. You know, do y'all wanna win a championship? That's 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 the goal. But like even with Pat Beverly added to this team, that's this is still a this is still a six or fifth seed team at, at the at the highest. Because I just don't have faith that Anthony Davis can play a whole season. That's the Lakers problem. They're trading the wrong superstar. Davis should be on, on his way out. They should trade him, get some more assets that can actually help him play the whole season where you don't need a four or five month break to win a championship. You know, somebody has to pony up and be like, yeah, this Anthony Davis experiment was a, a mistake and we're going to move on from this. Because you, even with Russell Westbrook's shortcoming on shooting, you still got one of the best guards in the league. You know, it is what it is. Like, I don't know what the Lakers are going to do. It's just, I think they're just waiting to, to, to run out the course of the season, fight for the plan, and then Somebody like, uh, you know, one of the first number one seeds, Golden State Memphis, is going to wipe the floor with them. That's, that's the Lakers' future. Sorry, sorry, man. I mean, that's, it just is what it is. Nah, no, 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 sorry. No, sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. The reason why I say I don't understand the trade, because the talk was Russell Westbrook for Kyrie. And I thought that that was a decent straight up trade. Russell Westbrook for Kyrie, because you're getting, a little bit more steady hand scoring. And I think Kyrie brings a little bit more to the table. I think Kyrie's a better guard than Russell Westbrook, not taking anything away from Russ. But now you're looking at possibly losing, possibly losing Russell Westbrook. He's going to be what the Midnight Rider calls a uh, uh, subtraction by addition, like what they did to Eddie Jones. And Russell Westbrook may be gone, and you may be stuck with Pat Bev, but I still need – I want Pat Bev. If he playing for me, he got to come off the bench. He got to be six or seven. Like I got a, a guard that I need stop. I'm putting him in there. Lock him up. But I know I'm going to lose scoring. So my six man has to go in there and be Vinny the Microwave Johnson and pick up for that scoring that I'm losing. That's just my opinion. That's how I coach. But you see where I'm sitting and my philosophies are, are, are pretty much frowned upon because I'm a little bit more fundamental. My biggest knock on Pat Bev is the whole thing with Russell, uh, not Russell, with uh, Steph Curry. You had the last five years. The next five is mine. We still waiting for that five years to start. We, we still waiting. The, the, the whole thing last year in Minnesota with the jumping up on the table and playing, we are the champions because you suckers want a daggone playing game. Like, I was so happy when Memphis knocked him out. I said, man, God, please end it. Y'all sitting there hey, crying and boo-hooing. 
Hey, 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 KG, not to interrupt you, but didn't he didn't he take off his jersey and throw it in the stands too? Yes. Then the next morning he was on uh what was he on? Was it first take or get up? It was first take for like a whole week. Just yeah, and he was he went on a race. In his Versace like road. He was sitting mm-hmm. there in his Versace road. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you like you sitting there, you just won ring number number nine, you know? <laughs> And then that's you sitting there like you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm going in the Hall of Fame, you know, and somebody actually said, and BJ, you sent me this. Somebody actually said that Pat Bell was a borderline Hall of Famer. I want to say it was Stephen A. Smith. I think that's who who, who, who B said. And hey, Gary, wow. Gary, was telling, Gary was telling me that Stephen A. Smith, for whatever reason, well, I, I think it's uh, extremely irresponsible of him to say this. He's a writer, and I'm pretty sure I don't. Does Stephen A. Smith have a Hall of Fame vote? Um, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. But he, yeah, Gary says Stephen A. said Patrick Beverly was borderline Hall of Fame. And like, if you know basketball, that like to me that discredits Stephen A. Smith from now on for him to even part those words from his lips. Like we we're talking about how certain Hall of Famers shouldn't even be in there now, and you know, and and I, and I told Gary unless Pat Bev, you know, ends the Lakers win the next three championships and he's instrumental and then he go coach and do like do a pull of Steve Kerr and win like three more championships, that boy ain't even sniffing the Hall of Fame. He might be in a picture of somebody shooting over him in the Hall of Fame. You know, these are the shoes Pat Beverly wore getting murdered for 67 points. <laughs> That's the only way he going to he, he's going in the Hall of Fame. Like that to me that is just that is to to say that about Pat Beverly is just crazy irresponsible. To for Stephen A Smith to say that? Man, ain't no way. And I agree with that 100%. It is it's no way. It is it crack that you smoke? Is that what it is? Is it crack? Cause it's got to be something, but that's that, that's that good. Looking at too. man, that's that Tyrone Biggum's joint. That's what that is. That's that big rock that Tyrone really Biggum's had. Man, but here's, here's Pat Bell's career highlights: defense NBA Defensive First Team, 2017. Two-time defensive second team, 2014 and 2020. And that's all the accolades he's gotten in the NBA. But, Everything but else is overseas in college. Don't, don't shit on him. First team uh, I'm not, all defensive is a, is a big deal. But mm-hmm. The thing is, look at who he has to compete against to get first team. He has to compete against a lot of guys to get first team. Now, you know, it, it's the same thing like when Jordan was an all-star. You knew he was going to be the starting two guard every year on the all-star team because he's Jordan. Everybody else came behind that. Like, people say, well, Reggie Miller wasn't that good. Look up, Reggie Miller only made, what, four all-star games. I said, yeah, you got to realize, in a in an era where you had great two guards in the East, where you had Joe Dumars, you had Reggie Miller, you had Michael Jordan, only two two guards are going to make that team. You know, think about the years when, Dikembe, Patrick, and Alonzo were playing all in, in in the East. They all had to alternate who made the All-Star team. It, it happens. I get that. What I'm saying is 
he he hasn't busted a great as far as NBA goes to be considered a Hall of Fame. His career average is 8.8 points a game, um, 1.1 steals, a half a block, three and a half assists, and 4.3 rebounds. That's not a Hall of Fame stat line. That's not even borderline. You know, so for, for, for Stephen A to say that, yeah, I don't I don't understand. But I don't understand how this trade is gonna work out because you made this big deal of, of signing Taylor Horton Tucker to this, this this deal to keep him in LA just for you to trade him the following season. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and the Midnight Rider says that's a triple single. It is. It is. And in no way, shape, or form do I believe that Pat Bev was the missing piece to help LeBron get title number five. So, so um, it's dead. <laughs> so, th- th- he's not the final piece. I will say that. So, um, but we'll keep an eye on this. We will see how this works. But uh, right about now, we're coming to the end of the show. Let me just say this. Tomorrow, the Midnight Rider, myself, we will go live tomorrow evening and we will do our 53 man roster for the Washington Commanders was made a little little bit more easier last night after last night's game uh they lost 17 to 15 to the Baltimore Ravens who I think won their 23rd straight preseason game and most people think it's not really that much of an accomplishment but I think that says a lot you know you 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 since 2000, the Ravens are number two in playoff wins. So if winning preseason games translate to that type of success, and you have you know uh, two Super Bowl titles in that run, if winning preseason games translates to that success in 20 years, I, I would like that. I haven't won a Super Bowl in 30. So I, I would like that. But the Midnight Rider and myself will – Go through our 53-man roster, who we have staying, who we got going. And then on Tuesday, we will compare to the actual cutdowns and see how close we got it. I mean, you know, special teams is chalk. Quarterbacks is chalk. The running backs and receivers. Hi. Hi. That's where we uh where we where we probably have our most difficulty. So until then, uh, any parting words from Lady C, the Midnight Rider, the Boss BJ? Don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> Delante? Uh, nothing, man. Just, you know, just looking forward to the season starting. NFL season, that is. I got some. I got some hard work. When are we doing our fantasy drafts? <laughs> the fantasy draft is September fourth at seven o'clock. You see I how I had that's... to ask him? He he was gonna he was gonna keep the date to himself and let the computer draft our players. That's what he was gonna do. You get an email before. You get an email before oh, that. Do people check emails. 
I check emails every day. Only because you have to. I check emails every day. September 4th at 7 p.m. Live. 90 seconds per pick. So. Well, I'm a, I'll put that in my calendar now, now that I know. I, I would have probably got an email September 8th saying, congratulations on your fantasy draft. Yeah. Yeah. You have Zach Zach Wilson starting at QB. Mm-hmm. Bitty bitty bum bum. But we we so far everybody's returning to the league and um let me let me pull up the league history here because this is crazy. The boss BJ took home uh, the, the the fantasy football title in 2020. Uh, 2021 was a, a a crazy year, and the thing is, Junie had that he he had the the uh, championship locked up, even though uh, YRFD won it officially. By default, Junie gets the tro- gets the trophy because he was killing everybody. He killed everybody all season long. Then it came down to the last game in the championship, and I think he had a couple of players that got sat. And he only he only he still only lost the championship by like three games. I mean three points. But you know, ceremonially ceremoniously, we have to give it to Junior. He he gotta get it because he was killing us all. He was killing us in picks and he was killing us in fantasy. He was doing it on both sides of the ball. So he he gets the the, the win for that. But this year, I'm I am i am giving you my Pat Bell speech. Y'all done had the last three years of fantasy. This year is mine. Mine. Cause I'm the commissioner and I know how to cheat, so I'm manipulating. You say that you say, you say that you're gonna be fighting for uh, the, the 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 uh what do you call it? Playing the, the consolation place game. Yeah, consolation but guess what? Game. I won the consolation bracket again last year. I don't want the consolation bracket two out of the three years. That's the problem. Hey, and just and just like I tell Gary, it's okay to say that. Hey. My GM skills aren't on par with these superb other sideline junkies. I proved it twice. I've won a basketball championship. Oh, now I won a fantasy football championship. I mean, what else? Do I, do I need to just retire this year? Maybe go play some baseball and come back? Because this is getting boring. Well, we well we gonna get we gonna get uh we gonna get uh two K. We're gonna put it together. And we're gonna do our draft all over again, and we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna do it see if you win again. And we Ledge. and we're we gonna have some good stipulations with that, so everybody ain't running with a stacked team. You're gonna have a Pat Beverly starting on this. Promise you. Last year was the first year I didn't have the player with the most points. That was the first year that we've been playing that I didn't have that. But ah man, here we go. It's it's ramping up, so you know that what that means. Once football season starts, come what's that? Uh, the following Sunday is the eleventh, I believe, September eleventh. We will be on first thing in the morning before at eleven a.m. Possibly, I'm sorry, not eleven a.m. We'll be on at ten thirty, live right here on Podbean every Sunday, and then in the evening between the four o'clock, the ending of the four o'clock, and the beginning of the eight o'clock. We'll be back with a recap, giving our stats and opinions and getting ready for that that game of the night. Ah, 
football is back. That means we're back to regularly scheduled programming. I mean, uh, we got to think think of a – I guess we can stick with D.C. Sports Rundown, you know, coming in with what we think about that. And then we're going to have basketball training camp starting up soon and hockey training camp starting up soon. And, ooh, then we're going to have a World Series and, you know, hopefully my Yankees be rolling in so I can rub it in everybody's face. Ooh, it's just a wonderful time of year, ain't it? You sitting over there pitching the camp, Jeff. Calm down. Well, you know, don't, 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 don't hate, don't hate cheese toast. So until next time, uh, which is going to be tomorrow. Like I, I, I got that in my mind, I'm, myself and the midnight rider, we got to get this done. I'll be working on my 53 man roster tonight. That well, I got to do the defensive side, but, uh, until then we don't do no overtime for the boss BJ, the swamp queen, lady C, the man of the hour. Delante, the Midnight Rider, who was in the text window all show. We are out of here. Peace.